Hi, this is Jordan Shively. Hi, this is Brock Wilbur. And you're listening to Carrying Into the Void, the podcast where we get together, tell each other about a weird or dark story we've heard, and then we try to find the silver lining or flip into something while usually not very positive will at least be productive. And we have a pretty special episode today, don't we, Brock? We have the specialist of episodes. We have special guests. That's what makes it special. Oh, we should introduce those guests or let them introduce themselves. Yeah. Guys, who are you and what do you do and why are you here? Hello. So <laughs> it's always fun to like wait to like be allowed to talk. <laughs> um, I, my name is Christopher Hastings. Uh, I'm a comedian and a cartoonist, um, probably best known for the adventures of Dr. McNinja or the unbelievable Gwenpool. And I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Branson Reese, uh, also a comedian cartoonist. I do... Uh, a webcomic called Swan Boy and a bunch of daily webcomics I also did. I work for Cartoon Network. And that's my whole deal. Uh, yeah, and the two of us have teamed up to write an all-new graphic novel called Dracula Gate, uh, which is a spooky political comedy that uh, I think we basically just say it's like HBO's Veep, but um, you know, with like Frankenstein's monster and werewolves and ghosts and stuff. That sounds awesome. Thank you. Is that go ongoing right now or? Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, the graphic, we, we just launched a Kickstarter to fund the graphic novel, uh, that is currently going on, we're about halfway through, both in time and towards reaching our goal, uh -huh. so that's thrilling. Uh, as we were, uh, doing our due diligence before this started, I'd already backed the Kickstarter, and it looked good, uh, but we, we did have the question, anything with the, with the post tag gate on it is like, oh, is this like the Gamergate of monsters? We should just double check to make sure that this isn't something really fucked up. Uh, so I'm going to go back and say strong. No, actually <laughs> strong, strong. No, yeah, no, we, we are, we're going back to uh classic, uh, Watergate, uh, just a, just a political scandal, not, um, anything more modern than that yeah just uh we just want you to think of nixon yeah just think of nixon a good man <laughs> i work in comics publishing so i was like i definitely don't want to interview any comics gate kind of thing <laughs> well it is none of that yeah we just uh we want to make a comic about how nixon was a good man who didn't do anything wrong <laughs> <laughs> dracula shows up you for know, one panel you know what yeah. it, in, in in the grand scheme of things at this point if you just want to defend nixon that's so far above uh, all the other morally reprehensible shit going on in popular culture. That, that's fine. I, we're, we're actually totally on board with that. Nixon, good man. Good wire comic. Wiretapping. Huh. You know, kind of like child's play. Oh, he didn't even do the wiretapping. All, yeah. all Nixon was guilty of was keeping very good records and then trying to hide the fact that he had very good records. Yeah, I don't see the crime there. Perhaps too good of records. Because of his humility. You know, yeah, he, he didn't want to brag about it. Uh, gentlemen, you guys have a, a story you're going to share with us today. Uh, please, please share what you've brought to the table. Uh, yeah, so I thought it'd be fun uh, to talk about the uh, the phantom cosmonaut uh, conspiracy theory. Uh, basically, uh, as as you know, sort of history as you know it goes. Uh, Yuri Gagarin was the the first man in space. A uh, a Soviet cosmonaut uh, basically did uh, something around the line of like two hours in space before he came back down. But um, there's a, a fun conspiracy theory that actually there were many other Soviet cosmonauts um, in failed missions that died and the Soviets covered it up. And um, uh, a, a big part of sort of what's fed 
that theory is uh, these two brothers, the uh, Judica Cordelia brothers, uh, two Italian, uh, basically like ham radio operators, uh, said that they had heard on, you know, spooky nights, uh, these um, dying cosmonauts <laughs> on the airwaves. They were hearing stuff like like men and women like screaming. I think there was like a record of like a heartbeat that stops like in sync with like a weird recording. Because ham radios record heartbeats. Yeah, the cosmonaut had the mic right up to his chest as he died. Yeah, yeah the idea was that like these radio guys were picking up these weird frequencies that you know. I think they claimed that they originally thought they were just like like normal like jets and airplanes and stuff like that, or just like normal deaths they were hearing. Just like normal <laughs> yeah. deaths they were. You know how every night you hear about thirty or forty people die. Well, we recorded a special <laughs> one tonight. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to interject and say that I think that it's very progressive of them to also send uh, female cosmonauts to die in the in the terrible void of space. That was uh, that was very forward thinking. Yeah, you can yeah. you can hear a recording of a, a woman like screaming to her death in a fiery uh, space explosion. Uh, very, very progressive hoax there. Yeah. These aren't the same guys who record it like hell in Russia. Right. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. What is that? Let's stop this episode. We have to go do that episode now. That, that could be a whole other episode, but there is like these people who supposedly record it like what they say is like they somehow record it the sounds of hell. Mm. These Russians. Yeah, it's definitely in the Ukraine. We do, we, we do a lot of weird research on this show and that one popped yeah, up. Yeah, I but, bet. <laughs> all right. Going on with your story. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's all I have on those brothers. I mean, I think it's just like. It basically, they were able to access certain airwaves that were pretty easy that they were able to sort of fake it themselves is the theory. Branson, do you have anything to say about these boys? Yeah, so um, I uh, just a, a cursory glance at Wikipedia will reveal that Achille, uh, which is one of the brothers, died in 2015, but the other brother, Giovanni Battista, is still alive to this day. Have they admitted that it was a hoax? I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't found that out. But It seems like... The clock's ticking, you know? Like, we gotta ask this guy before he dies. He's pretty old. <laughs> Figure it out. Or maybe we'll just get a, a recording of him admitting it from beyond. Oh, but that's like another Italian brother, like, <laughs> yeah. fake that, too. <laughs> we, we did just do an episode on the Tony B. Tiles and, and how, like, the guy that probably made those is still alive, but he's old and everyone sort of made the pact to, like, not fuck with the old man around town. Uh, and, yeah. and do that so maybe we have Giovanni gets a similar pass here <laughs> also I think with that guy like I, I, with the tiles like as more and more people became fans of it they kind of respectfully were like don't don't bother the crazy man that made these like let's just enjoy it right <laughs> yeah, yeah he obviously has a lot of like anxiety about everything in the world so let's not just become <laughs> yeah. one of his stressors uh, well I, I think these radio guys were just merry pranksters honestly yeah yeah, I don't need, like, audio recording of, like, an old Italian man crying and being like, it was all true. <laughs> it was true. I did it for the lols. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there's one other piece of the uh, the, the uh, missing cosmonaut uh, puzzle that's, that's kind of compelling, which is that there are um, several photographs and documents that have been doctored that were... Um, these photos of like groups of astronauts in training, but um, there are versions of the photos that have all the cosmonauts there, and versions where some of them have been airbrushed out. Uh, and a lot of people like to think that it's because the, they were trying to cover up their deaths. Uh, 
when the official story is that um, they were just like non-desirable people. <laughs> like apparently they were just like they were partiers or they got injured and like dropped out and they were just like, well, they're no longer part of our, our prideful program. What an incredible cover up that you're like, we have like sort of this frat house atmosphere here. And rather than just admit that some of these guys have a drinking problem, we're going to fake their deaths in space and send out signals that we hope the Italians are listening to. It's it's less embarrassing for us to think that these people died a fiery death than to admit that they weren't just fit for the program. I mean, that kind of fits in with the ideology, though, right? That where it's like we'd it would be better if they died serving the country than if they're maybe they were dissidents or something. Mm, yeah. So none of these cosmonauts actually were phantoms though. Probably not. <laughs> it's, it's highly a, unlikely. I feel so misled. Yeah, I know. It's like, I really, I mean, I was, you know, I'm drawn to the story cause it's like, I think it's just like really like fun to imagine just like playing around with your radio. And then you're like, Oh, what's this? What's this sound? Uh, uh, I'm picking up a, a, a cosmonaut, but there were no launches scheduled for today. Oh, what is this? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's and dying. Like, he's dying. <laughs> what cosmonauts? Those cosmonauts burned down five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't been a cosmonaut around these parts. <laughs> Cosma died ten years ago tonight in a sexy fire. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure that people have... Has anyone done like an exhaustive study of this or like... A really yes. super, super journalistic piece on it and conclusively proved it either way. There are like dozens of reports disproving it. <laughs> <laughs> like the best stories. Yeah, I mean, that like we're able to come on here and so casually say like, oh, it's because like they hired the cosmonauts out of Animal House. Like, I think <laughs> shows how easily disproven the entire thing has been. Well, cool. That's a good story. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Jordan, you want to lead us into the caring moment? Yeah. So, I mean, as you think about that, it kind of leads us into the caring into the void moment. I am very excited for this. The universe is a cold and uncaring place. And you are so small. Can anyone even hear you? Will anyone even remember your journeys, your accomplishments? I guess that will depend on how brightly you burn. At what trajectory you enter into the atmosphere of others' lives. Will you settle for drifting along the cold paths of space, bumping into the debris of others? Or will you burn so bright and insistent that everyone will have to raise their eyes to your trajectory and seeing your light make a wish for their own? Beautiful. 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 So people can just find your Kickstarter by searching Draculagate? On Kickstarter? Yes, people may, may find us trying to make our mark on the universe at DraculaGate.com. What a segue. <laughs> and where else can people find y'all on the internet? And what are you doing right now? If you want uh, to have a moment go ahead. to pitch Yeah, everything. yeah. You can go to uh, Branson-Reese.com uh, and check out everything I'm doing. Branson Reese, unfortunately, is a... Uh, BransonReese.com is a Korean astroturf website. <laughs> uh they won't give it up. It's all theirs. They saw you coming. Yeah, they've had it for over <laughs> 10 years now. And they're actually selling AstroTurf? I think so. I, when I ran it through a translator, that seemed to be what was happening. Uh, the uh, You can also oh check my me God. out. I'm on Twitter at, at Branson Reese and Instagram at, at Branson of God. And uh, that's me. 
Um, yeah, and you can kick, check out me, Chris Hastings, uh, on Twitter. That's at Dr. Hastings. Or uh, my website is drhastings.horse or drhastings.biz. Um, you can also read my old webcomic, Dr. McNinja, at drmcninja.com. There's about 11 years worth of free comics for you to read there. Uh, and I've got several comic book titles coming out now. I'm, I'm currently writing Secret Agent Deadpool. Uh, that's a Comixology exclusive. I'm also writing regular show 25 years later. Uh, that comes out every month in the comic shops. And uh, coming out soon, I've, I've also written the first Wet Hot American Summer graphic novel. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's a hoot. That sounds great. Oh, oh yeah. my god. It's a, it's a really fun time. <laughs> also, the first time I got to write cusses in a comic book. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, that was neat. Is... is- Regular show twenty five years later, like them twenty five years later, and like broken down. Yes, yeah, it's uh, it's very much dealing with them having a midlife crisis and kind of dealing with like <laughs> what it means to be fathers and like how they miss their youth and like the bittersweet like kind of uh, nostalgia of it oh, and them coping amazing. with it, and but also like you know, there's a kooky adventure in every issue too. Like I think it's like. Like they 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 run a a campaign for mayor so that they can so they can change um, like the numbers on a couple of street signs because there's something like the like when the when the numbers on the street intersection match the time of day so it's like when Eighth Street and Fifteenth Avenue like is at eight fifteen p.m. like a portal opens up and rather than just wait from p.m. to go to a.m. they decide to like rename the streets to a, a closer time. <laughs> Uh, so it's stuff like that. <laughs> but all that is just like to hide from the void of their own forgotten dreams. Uh, it's yeah, kind of it's like it's them like reliving their youth. Like, yeah, I remember we used to get in schemes like this. <laughs> well, that sounds awesome. Um, do you, the two of you have anything that you do every week kind of like to help with your own self-care? Ooh, uh, yeah. You know, I have been like... Um, I've been really good about getting up in the morning and having a very specific morning routine. It kind of sets my whole day up successfully. Um, and it starts like the night before, like I, I make cold brew coffee at home and like I make my, I make like a, a serving of it and put it in a Mason jar in the fridge so that like, it's so easy for me to roll out of bed and walk like the two feet to the kitchen just to start drinking the coffee to then like sit down and like, just be ready to go. Like, I'm at the desk ready to work at 8 o'clock, and um, just kind of being able to do creative work first thing in the morning makes it so much easier to get done and feel satisfied with my day. And uh, before, you know, all of the bullshit emails and stuff start coming in and distracting me. I uh, have just started going back to the gym, which is extremely, like, simple but difficult. And Mm. it's like, oh, I need to do that so bad. It's all it is, is I just like go to the gym and I run like two or three miles and it's like, oh, every single thing in my life gets better and easier when I just move around more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like I, I try I make a point to walk four miles a day. I yeah. can't run. It's bad on my knees. I really <laughs> miss running. Oh, I'm sure I'm hurting my knees. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I take a long walk every day and that that kind of um, is, is a nice br- brain setter in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our self-care. How about you, Brock? 
my new cool thing this week is to uh, take a minute to just uh, look around the room and uh, just start noticing things and commenting on them in my head because, uh, boy, howdy, does that pull you out of like a spiral real fast to be like, you know, I never noticed this thing in this room or, or how that uh, looks that way. And uh, isn't it weird that that thing's green when it should be blue? And there's more plants in this room than I remember. Uh, and then you're just oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm, uh, I'm out of whatever I was in. Uh, and it's a wildly effective trick. Oh, so I uh, wanted to share that with people. I have a feeling I'm going to be using that sooner than I would expect. <laughs> that reminds me of another one I've been using is I will. I mean, this like could not be more basic. And it's just like what you have to do to be alive. But like, I've just been pausing to breathe more often and that like that completely alters like the tone of a day (laughs) i decided i'm starting to go to the doctor again so you know instead of sitting and obsessing about everything that's probably wrong with me you know taking taking the step to go and find out what is actually wrong with me (laughs) um so that's (laughs) that's the thing i'm doing currently is not just sitting and obsessing about oh yeah you're probably dying of that Oh yeah, you know this is you deserve this health ailment. That's the thing that always gets <laughs> in my head. Is that like oh, you're an overweight artist or whatever, so you deserve to feel this way. And I'm like, no, there's probably some really easy step I can take to go oh, yeah. and like not have this pain every day or not have like this like whatever ailment I'm having. Like I yeah, recently man. had um, gall- emergency gallbladder surgery. Oh God! Because I because I have been putting up with excruciating pain for like two months thinking that it was heartburn and I deserved it. Oh, <laughs> so, oh God, I'm sorry. And, and, yeah. Until they were like, um, sir, th- you're, which is, this is metal as fuck. He was like, um, your gallbladder is necrotic. And, um, oh. yeah. <laughs> so, but then they had to like do the big, the big, also, holy shit, Not, get it out. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it's seeping venom into every part of your body. And I'm like, oh, that, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. That's, oh that my checks God. Out. Yeah. Oh, that's that's horrible. I, like, I feel like that's a big. Did mood. you did you ask the doctors if you uh, deserved it? <laughs> hey, can you check your charts? Do I deserve this? <laughs> no, but apparently, like I was, I don't remember half of this. Um, but they said as they were wheeling me into, like, I was already all super drugged up, and I like reached out for my wife as if like I was gonna say something really like endearing as they rolled me into the thing. I said the money, the money's in the, and then I like faked my death. Oh, and that's I amazing. <laughs> but I don't oh, remember rules. doing that. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. My, uh, oh. my dad just had to go to the hospital recently and they asked him, they were doing just some sort of like preliminary questions and they asked him who's president and he fucking faked the, he was like, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Has Kennedy survived the assassination? And they were like, Oh my God. And like, started like rushing him to emergency and he had to, so he's like, Oh my God, I was kidding. Sorry. <laughs> They uh, were very mad at him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, where can people find you currently on the internet, Brock? What are you doing? I'm at Brock Wilbur. Got a bunch of stuff out there. Uh, Come check my stuff out. Uh, Jordan, where can people find you? I'm currently, you can find me most at at Hottest Singles, the Dread Singles Twitter. And I'm working on a bunch of comics projects for the publishing house I work for, which is uncivilizedbooks.com. And that's about it. We really appreciate you guys coming on today. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh my us. god, yeah. I I, I I became a very fast fan of this podcast. I don't think I've ever gone from like learning about something's existence, binging a bunch of episodes, and then becoming a guest in a shorter period of time. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And we hope that the people listening are gonna go and check out Dracula Gate um, and support it because it sounds like a really funny concept. 
Thank you. Thank yeah, you, we, we we have what we think is a pretty fun Kickstarter video that you can just enjoy as a piece of sketch comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we got a free preview of the actual comic up there, too. Well, awesome. Um, okay, I think that's going to be it for this week. Brock, you have anything you want to add? Uh, this was a wonderful time. Thank you, guys. And and uh, seconded, yeah, check out that Kickstarter. <laughs> the after chat was a lot, a lot of fun this week. That was fun. Um, so, everybody, we'll see you next week. And remember, until then, keep your hearts dark and true and your teeth sharp and mini. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.